No mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Now, State Highway 4 in Whanganui, State Highway 4 is closed between Willard Street and Ikitatra Road due to a fire. Emergency services on site, detours in place, we'll keep you up to date on that. Now, today there's been a rise in anti-Māori sentiment, says a new report. Joining us, uh, Ngai Terangi CEO Paul Stanley on what he's seeing. Looking at leadership and politics today, whatever leadership is offering false hope is not good leadership. It's more like what con artists and charlatans hungry for power do, says our guest this afternoon. We discussed that. And time for an inquiry into our ferry services, says one councillor. Are you frustrated with your ferry service in Auckland City? And today I had this conversation with someone who wanted to know this. I said I'm washing the pasta uh, after cooking uh, my flatmate said what the heck are you doing I said I'm washing the pasta after cooking so it's edible wash pasta after cooking or not there might be a pasta maker or cook listing and what's the rules on this do you wash your pasta after cooking or do you not text me 2101 you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz with me this afternoon Ruth Money, Victims Advocate, Kia ora Ruth. Kia ora. And Simon Wilson, Senior Journalist at the New Zealand Herald. Uh, Simon, welcome. Kia ora Wallace. Now, uh, to this live ducks, live eels, or one from my day, the helicopter. We're talking initiations. They are back with a vengeance, according to University of Otago's Proctor, and have been in the news lately with first years being initiated into new flats. Student magazine critic Te Arohi have been reporting on these initiations, and the editor, Fox Meyer, has penned an open letter to students. Let's stop this behaviour. Fox is with us now. Kia ora, Fox. Kia ora, afternoon. Good to have you here. You're from the States, Fox. You were initiated over there. How do the initiations there compare to Otago University? Well, I think my one was a bit unique in that we didn't have the national Greek organizations. We just had uh, only ones that existed only at our college. And so because of that, they were a little bit more tame than the ones that you hear in the news uh, that are more comparable to the ones here. Ours was strictly sober um, and I think an added twist to that is because it was so sober they felt like they could maybe get away with more uh, direct abuse because it was uh, you know there's, there's no issues around quote-unquote consent there because everyone is sober good grief wow Fox my eyes <laughs> as a victim advocate my eyes have just popped out of my head that is insane oh it, it is insane and I think um, you know you look at comparing that to what's going on in Dunedin and I think that Dunedin blows it out of the water in terms of, of danger and I think that you know traditionally in the states these initiations are a week long and you know they're filled with as many substances as they are here but here they're sort of condensing that entire week-long process down into the span of an hour you know so you might get out of it sooner but the potential for harm seems vastly vastly out of out of control let's bring on the panel Simon so Fox Simon here um these initiations, this this is about people getting into flats. What 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 are they being initiated into? They're getting initiated into flats, and not just any flats. It's the it's the flats in Dunedin that have names and histories to them, and quote unquote traditions. Even though these traditions, you know, best I can tell, go back what twenty years. Yeah, you know, like the people getting initiated are about the same age, but 
you know, the quality of the flats is abysmal, as, as we know, but there's a bit of clout that comes with it. And I think that's what people are really are really chasing. So it happens in their first year. Right. And uh, the students who are doing this, who are running the initiations, are, are they a particular kind of student? Do they have a particular background or, or a particular faculty they're studying in? Or who are they? From what I can tell, yeah, there is a pattern. And I really don't want to generalize <laughs> too much on this, but it does seem to be like there seems to be some sort of high school connections going back. They might have known each other before coming to university. It tends to be people that can afford to do this, like literally afford to do this. There's an element of privilege to this whole thing and and what you're willing to sign up for and what you can afford to do. Like I'm looking at one of the grocery lists, quote unquote, that came out of one of these initiations. And the grand total here is $1,195.30 for everything they're, they're told to bring. Just shoot me down if I'm getting the wrong end of the stick here, Fox. But are you telling us that wealthy students who presumably went to some of the supposedly top schools in the country... Yeah, have arrived in Dunedin with this kind of attitude that, that this is the kind of thing that's appropriate behavior. Is that what you're saying? I'd say that there's an element of that. I mean, I'd like to talk to more people to really be able to confirm a pattern. But um, I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of it. I'd like to then confirm, based on my lived experience, that they then end up abusing people, harming people, and ending up in the justice system because they have a sense of privilege, they have resources behind them, and they are fueling harm with alcohol. And think they have the right to get away with it. Observations by Ruth Money. Yeah. Fair enough, Fox. Is that fair enough? Those think, two points fair enough? Let me let me give you another point. Is it fair, though, because I went to Otago University and there were initiations back in the mid-'80s, is it just a rite of passage? Some of them, uh, not the bad abuse, but is it a rite of passage? It's bonding, it's camaraderie, it's making friends for life, and that's really the key. That's what an initiation does. Don't we go back to Ruth's point, then? Yeah. Could we maybe short sheet to bed rather than ply someone with so much alcohol that they can't consent to you sexually harming them? Mm-hmm. Fox? Or have a barbecue. Yeah, Wallace, have a barbecue. Yeah, sure. Okay. No, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, it's funny, but it's not funny at all, yeah. is it? It's just not funny at all. And, it, no, I, and I'm, I'm astonished only... that at, this, at these stories. I'm just astonished that people think that it's okay and that there's a culture that supports it. I really Still. would hope that people that have been involved in this have grown up, if it was you know, tradition's not really 20 years, but okay, let's say it's 20 years ago. I would hope that these students now see that they need to be a hero of the young, a mentor, and call this out for what it is. You know, I lived in that flat. We didn't need to do that behaviour. Tone it down. No. There's, there's, so we need that from, from those graduates, and we need it from the university too, 100%. don't we? Well, I mean, Fox here has been consistently talking about it. In fact, he's um, done a series on it and continuing on. What prompted your open letter to students, uh, Fox? Honestly, I think... So that one, that letter was printed side by side with the story that we broke about the eel, the eel initiation. And I think just watching the video that we had of that was so blood boiling that, you know, you're, you're hearing from students that were witnessing this thing. And what they were saying is that they were at this event. They didn't really know what they were signing up for as a, as a witness. And they were so disturbed by what they were seeing that, you know, like their tears being shed. This is in a public area again. So like strangers could just walk by and see it, Mm. but there were people inside some of these initiations that are watching something that's making their stomach churn and they don't feel safe enough to leave the event because the people downstairs have 
you know, been displaying some sort of psychotic behavior. But, you know, it's to people in that situation, you know, like, I feel like I don't know if somebody had told me these things before I went and did it, if it would have changed my mind. But in the hopes that there's someone out there that has just gone through it and needs someone to validate the fact that, yeah, that sneaking suspicion that you have that this was not as glorious as it is being made out to be by your friends, you know, like you, you should listen to that voice and you shouldn't pass on the harms that have been done to you. Absolutely. Kia ora. Uh, very interesting. A final mm. comment? <laughs> I, wa- I want to thank Fox. Thank yes. you for exposing it and yep. beating your drum, Fox. I'm a he to, to that work. So thank what you. response then have you had from Otag University, the Proctor? Are they taking this issue seriously, the, uh, the modern initiations at universities? Absolutely. Um, they're, they're taking it very seriously, and they always do. You know, the, the Proctor and the conversations I've had with them is very sensitive and aware of it, but draws a firm line, and... Uh, you know, I think they're they're doing everything they can to do it, but there's there's this issue of it's you know private residents and they're technically adults. So where does that line get drawn? I think this raises a question about the schools too, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Presumably I, boarding my, schools, especially. It, it, it's my mahi every week. Yeah. We talked about this, haven't we? We we've so talked have. about this. Yeah. Hey, Fox, great to have you on the program, and be interested to having a follow up with you in uh, 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 sometime this year. That's Fox Meyer, there, an editor, the editor of Critic Atiaro here, student magazine, who is um, doing an ongoing. Uh, discussion around initiation. All right, time for I've been thinking uh, on a completely different topic. Quite a bit of response coming on whether or not you wash your pasta <laughs> after cooking. Four twenty-five. Interested to hear from you if you just joined us. Um, imagine that you cook a nice hot pasta and then someone washes it. No. Two one zero one. Do you or do you not? Um, time for I've been thinking. Ruth Money, take it away. Well, on my typically uh, grumpy victim advocate stance that I have already shown early in the show, um, I have been thinking about three submissions that I have been completing, um, and everybody can. So please jump onto the Parliament website. Submissions are due on the 20th of October. Um, There are three around sexual violence and family violence. Uh, The two I wanted just to highlight quickly is one is about um, removing the fact that children will be cross-examined and questioned in court about sexual activity. I mean, who needs to question a child um, around consensual activity? That is insane. It's an old law and it has to go. Um, And the other one is being able to dissolve your marriage without waiting for two years if you have had a protection order or criminal charges. Um, So we are at the moment keeping our um, abused attached to the abusers. So the survivors um, need to unbundle themselves from those relationships. So jump online, please, everyone. Kia ora, Ruth. Yeah, very good. Uh, Simon Wilson, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about Newton Central School, which is a, an inner city school in Auckland, uh, where they are celebrating this year 25 years of co-governance. And I was really Quarter struck, century. Quarter century of co-governance. And I was really struck by this because what they've done is established and evolved a program there uh, that they say is designed to bring communities together and yet co-governance is meant to be the thing, according to some, uh, that drives communities apart or that drives us apart. So I was really interested to look at what they've done at, at Newton. They have some of the kids learn in English, some of the kids learn in Runanga, in in, um, oh. in, in Te Reo, and some have a mix of both. Their board has 
people from both streams on it. Um, the voting strength isn't important. It's about half and half, but the voting isn't important because they decide by consensus. And it's not easy. It takes time. They, like, they say they like to dig deep to uncover what's really worrying people. And if you disagree with the majority view, it's your job to bring another solution to the table. And they've had a lot of fierce conflict over the years and how this has evolved. But the school community is committed to it and committed to the process. And as I say, they keep evolving it. They call it a partnership. And the partnership doesn't have a legal definition, and that's one of its strengths because it is informal. It means that they can evolve the way that works for them. Um, and it has been working. The school is doing extremely successfully. Um, the secret of its success is that it works because the families are committed to it and they share the goals, the decision-making, the ways of seeing the world. It requires cooperation and trust and that builds strong community bonds and that helps with everything. And the weird thing about it is that those values are precisely the opposite of what we are told by critics of co-governance happens if you allow co-governance. So... So this is a living action. This is a living example. Absolutely, quarter century, a quite a key school in Tomoki Makoto here. Um, uh, under we might uh, get the board person on. Well, the, the panel. There are co-chairs and, there, and yeah. you get them on. They're both very eloquent. Right. And they speak with great passion. I've heard them doing that. Um, they're, they're fabulous, and what they're doing is a is a live experiment, uh, producing a great school. I bet the energy with the kids is is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, they've got one of the things they've got is a is a an urban nahari, a forest. Mm. That Thirty years ago, they started planting this forest. Every child that goes to the school plants a tree. Thirty years of trees means How that those trees are, are yeah, exactly. They now have a mature forest Amazing. right got there in the look. school. That's it's fabulous. Yeah. Very good. Uh, we have uh, Simon Wilson, Ruth Money. Nothing new about initiations. I was at Canterbury University in the seventies. We had the Chunda Mile. Some participants are now well-known judges and top lawyers. And Rina says, yes, I do run cold water over my past after cooking. It's the only way to do it. It prevents the past of sticking together. Wash your past or not. 25 past four today on today's panel.